What up, folks? You made it. It's your favorite comic on the come up. Back for season three of the Comedy Chatter Podcast. If you've been searching for a pod that talks all things comedy from the perspective of a rising comic, as well as kicking with some of the dopest comedians in the business, then this is the podcast for you. Yo, what's good to the good folk out there? It's your main man, Melly Mel, Melody Williams, back for another episode of the Comedy Chatter Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2. Yep, I know, we've been on a long hiatus, but as you guys all know, man, the whole country, the whole country shut down, not just me, the whole country had to shut down due to this COVID-19 global pandemic type of stuff. I'm so tired of saying it, I'm so tired of talking about it at this point, man, but Hey, it's something we've all had to get through. And, um, you know, so everything shut down. I wasn't able to interview any comedians. I wasn't able to go out to any comedy clubs, man. I think I think February. February was the last time I was probably in a comedy club uh, before now. And, um, yeah, man, things just shut down and we had to get through it. But we are back in action. I am back in action with the Comedy Pod. The only audio comedy pod from the perspective of an up-and-coming comedian. Up-and-coming, that means me. That basically means you don't know me yet, but you'll know me soon. I'm going to keep on keeping on. Mad shouts to all the comedians, the up-and-coming comics out there that's trying to do their thing and trying to trying to, trying to to make their way. It's been hard on us, man. We haven't been able to hit that stage, but hey, things are kind of coming around. Things are kind of moving back. We're starting to hear that people are, you know, people are opening back up the comedy clubs. And so a lot of comics that I know, man, that I interact with are starting to get back on stage, which brings us to this episode because I was able to interview a comedian that I had been trying to get for the longest time. I had been Instagram stalking her for a while, but she finally agreed to uh, do the pod because this was her first time back out on the, on, on the road. So uh, I got Miss Comedian Dominique in the building. You guys are going to enjoy this episode. You guys are going to enjoy this episode, definitely, man. She's amazing. She's very funny. She shut down the Uptown Comedy Club the other night, and I got a chance to interview her. So you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Y'all already know how I started out, man. My shout's out. My comedy pod wouldn't be possible without two fellas right off the bat. Roger Feeney, uh, manager of the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase, my home club. He allowed me to come in there and, uh, you know, get my thing started and, you know, three years ago, he was the only guy that saw my vision, and here we are today. Uh, also, David Pittman, he's my sound editing person. He showed me how to do everything, how to put everything together and make this thing happen. So without those two, I always shout them out, man. I think it's important to shout out people to help us, and those two guys genuinely helped me. No money, no nothing. They was like, hey, man, I will help you, you know, see your vision, and so thanks, fellas. Back in the day sponsor. You know what? I'm going to keep it real. I'm <laughs> I don't even have a back-of-the-day sponsor at uh, this time, man. Like, with the whole COVID, I know uh, one thing I have been doing is I've been writing. I've been in the lab. I got new material and all that and the other. But I haven't been able to you know, look at back-of-the-day sponsors recently. And you know what? I think it'll probably be kind of uh, disingenuous to do a back-of-the-day back sponsor. Now, for those of y'all who don't know what a back-of-the-day sponsor is, it's basically myself. I you know, told myself, you know, I'm doing a podcast, but... I don't have no, I don't have no money to do no kind of, have no kind of sponsors or anything, and nobody wants to sponsor a little engine that could podcast like this. So I told myself, you know what, I'm gonna have some damn sponsors, but they just gonna be places that already went out of business. So, so I didn't have all types of different uh back in the day sponsors on here. These are basically sponsors 
that if they were in business today, they would probably be a, be a sponsor of mine. So shit like Tower Records and, uh, you know, uh, Blockbuster Video and, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like places like that. That's what the back in the day sponsored. Toys R Us. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that, stuff that I damn near grew up with. You know what I'm saying? There's no longer around. But you know what? We lost a whole lot of businesses due to COVID, right? I mean, shit, the buffet probably gone. I know y'all, I know some of y'all like to go to Old Country and Golden Corral and all that shit. It's been, that's probably going to be the next back-in-the-day sponsor right there because ain't nobody going to no damn buffet no more with COVID, is there? Shit, you don't have nobody breathing all over that damn food and then how you eat it? No, no. I think it's probably a wrap for them buffets. We're going to see. I know it's a whole lot of big motherfuckers out there mad as hell, too. Like, damn, we can't go to the buffet no more. Like, you know what I mean? So, so hey, that's why I say, you know what, I'm at. But, hey, I, I, I promise, next next go around, I'll definitely have a back-in-the-day sponsor. But, man, this COVID thing just hit. You know, that's kind of what I'm going to chat about this go around, man, this whole COVID, you know, coronavirus and things. And I'm going to tie it into my whole, like, you know, what I think we need to do. You know, because first of all, you know, we all going through this shit together. People don't be understanding that. I think that's what, what a lot of times we were forgetting being in the same. You know, we, we here in, in this country and, you know, people try to, you know, split everything up by race and all that shit. We didn't have, let's keep it real. We done had a horrible fucking year. You know what I mean? A horrible fucking year. 2020. I mean, ever since Kobe, like, I think I woke up and they said Kobe had died in a pl- in a helicopter crash. Hey, I think, I think shit started going downhill from there. I was like, this, you know what I'm saying? Now we done lost, you know, uh, uh, Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to, to, to my man, Tyler Craig, like one of the comedians that I know I interviewed on this very podcast. I mean, it's just been horrible. And then when you, you know, we put put on top of that, like all the injustices and shit, the police, you know, killing, you know, Breonna Taylor, rest in peace. Like, it's, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. We've had a horrible year. But what I think people be kind of forgetting is that we all in this shit together. Like, like we, you know, people, you know, you're white, black, like Asian, like all, like everybody, like, you know, gay, straight, like we all in this shit together, man. And it, it, white folks don't got no fucking reason to be mad at us. Black people. Black people don't have no fucking reason to be mad at white people. We, the Asian people don't have no fucking reason to be mad. Like, no, 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 we don't. We don't. Seriously. What you need to be mad at is the injustices that these motherfuckers do. Like, believe me, like those cops and all that shit over there. That, that fuck, I'm mad at them. I'm not mad at all white people. You see what I'm saying? I'm mad at the motherfuckers that's doing this injustice. And that's we all. Everybody. COVID didn't give a fuck about nobody, did it? COVID-19 didn't give a fuck about nobody's race. They creed. They, hey, shit. If your ass had lungs. Like, and you had a motherfucking temperature, like, they, yeah, COVID was coming for your ass. You feel me? So, you know, that, that's what that's what my chat is, this 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 go around. And we got to realize that we in a lot of this shit together, and we can't keep on, like, you know, just, let's get, the, let's get the, the, the bad motherfuckers. Let's get the bad motherfuckers. And the bad motherfuckers ain't, ain't the black people. The bad motherfuckers ain't the white people. The bad motherfuckers ain't the gay people. The bad motherfuckers ain't the atheists. The bad motherfuckers are just the bad motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And that's what we got to do. We got to get them no matter what. 
Let's stop like making this shit like a race thing. Let's stop making this shit a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like a like a like a like a, a color. And let's stop. No, no. You know what I'm saying? I heard Charles Barkley's ass. You know, as much as I love Charles, the basketball player, man, you know, he was, you know, he was dead wrong for coming on uh, inside the NBA the other day and saying, yeah, I don't think we should, we, we should lump these, these killings together. This Breonna Taylor killing wasn't like the Ahmaud Arbery killing. And I'm like, no, no, fuck, no, fuck that. Like the fact of the matter is you talking about lumping some shit together. So that means it's been way more police killings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that means there's been multiple police killings. If you lumping shit, you know what I mean? If you're able to, to lump things, that means there's been too many, at, at, you know, right there. See what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know I, so so if he don't know all the, all the uh, details of the case, he shouldn't be talking about it. And that, yeah, that was offensive, you know, because, you know, she got family, she got friends. We don't need you coming on here talking about, yeah, we don't need you to lump these cases together. Shit, that's the problem. Every time you look up, it's a, you know, uh, black people getting killed by police officers. And then police officers saying, oh, yeah, they really didn't have, they, they were right. They were just for doing it. No, 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 no. There's a problem there. There's a problem there. We need to figure out that problem. Like I said, it ain't black, white. It ain't black, white. It ain't rich, poor. It ain't this. It's it's good and evil. It's just and unjust. Let's figure out who the unjust are and get rid of them motherfuckers. Yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> like I know this. Is, I know this is deep shit to be talking about. And this is a comedy podcast, but man, that's literally the kind of year I've been having. I've been this this COVID nineteen shit. I've been in man. I'm gonna keep it real. I've been in like a funk. I I I, I dare call it a depression. Because depression is real, you know what I'm saying? That's like, you know, that's that's serious shit. Like motherfuckers, you know, hurt and harm themselves. I have I haven't been there. I haven't gotten there, but I definitely have, you know, gotten to a point where it's just like a deep funk. You know what I'm saying? You just sitting around the crib. Like when I was locked in the crib for them, it was about two months where I ain't go nowhere. And that that was that was dark. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, like this is horrible. You go from doing everything you want to do to being able to do nothing. So. So yeah, man, this 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 it's been a horrible year. But guess what? Guess what? Like I said, we all in this together. And as soon as we realize that, and as soon as we start trying to do shit, you know what I'm saying? Hey, get the evil motherfuckers out of here, and we start trying to conquer shit together. Then that's when things are gonna get better. And it starts in November. In November, we all gotta get out there and vote. All get out there and vote. Hey, I don't give a damn. We gotta, we gotta change this government. Gotta change this government. I ain't telling you who to vote for. I'm just saying go out there and vote because this election right here matters. So, go out there and do that. And after we get some type of change in the government, then we'll probably start getting some change elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, hey, all in this together. Yeah, like I said, I'm getting older, man. Yes, indeed, I'm getting older, man. Sex is different now. Yeah. Oh man. Matter of fact, I'm about to retire. Fuck it, y'all can have it. <laughs> No, serious. I used to be good. I used to be good. Yes. Don't look at me like that, man. Me. I used to be good. Goddamn. Shit. She looked at me like you. Yes. Goddamn it, me. Gonna put some respect on my body. Goddamn. But no, seriously, I used to be a ferocious man. I used to come in the bedroom like a tiger, like a puma. I used to be an animal, like a cheetah, like something sexy, right? Shit. Now I'm more like a walrus when I come in that motherfucker. 
is a totally different animal. You feel me? Slippery, sweaty. <laughs> shit is different. That's all I'm trying to say. Remember your shit talking days, fellas? You remember your shit talking days, though? That's what you used to tell your woman outlandish shit you was gonna do to her in the bedroom. Girl, I'm about to break your motherfucking back in the night. I'm about to tear your ass up. When you come in this room tonight, goddammit, bring a lunch, please. <laughs> Fracture your goddamn uterus up here. You remember the things? Shit, not me, not no more. I realize complete and utter honesty is the best way to go with your woman out there. Yeah, hey, no disappointment, you know what I'm saying? I walk in the room nowadays, I sit on the edge of the bed, I say, look here, sweetie, uh, I'm about to do the best I fucking can. Right. I don't want to take up too much of y'all's time, man. Like I said, I ain't doing nothing but ranting <laughs> this time anyway. It's just a whole lot. This, this year is just, hey, it's, hey, I've been in the funk, man. This year's been fucked up. Like, throw the, I saw this t-shirt the other day say, throw the whole 2020 in the trash. I was like, I'm going to buy that goddamn t-shirt. That I need that. I know some people out there that's doing some, you know, some some good things are happening for them. And guess what? I'm happy for you. I'm great. If you can salvage what you can out of this fucked up year and, and make some good out of it, if you got engaged, if you got married, if you got motherfucker had a bit, whatever it was that was positive, hey, look, look forward. Hey, embrace that. Because it damn sure ain't been a whole lot for a lot of people, man. This year's just been fucked up. Seriously. But hey. Dominique is going to make that better right now. <laughs> Comedy Chatter Podcast. Man, make sure y'all uh, listen to this interview. She's spitting some jewels. She's telling you about how she just got back out on the road. Uh, she's got some good things for us to hear. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Miss Dominique, Comedy Chatter Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Comedy Chatter Podcast, the only audio comedy pod from the perspective of an upcoming comedian. Y'all know how I do. Today... I got one of the best voices, but see, I got an audio pod. Now, I, don't have yeah. a, I, don't have, I don't have a video pod, so it's okay. audio. So I always try to find somebody with those with those great, distinct voices. So as soon as they, they hear it, as soon as they hear it, they're like, oh, I know who that is. So I was like, yeah, I got to get comedian Dominique. So that's who I got this time, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing tonight, Ms. Dominique? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? I'm all right. We got our masks on. You know, we believe in Corona. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. both of us, too. Both of us. Hey, and the funniest thing is, like I said, since I got an audio pod, I'm like, hell, yeah, we, don't, we don't look crazy on the, on the no, video. No, we don't look crazy. Hey, y'all y'all, y'all, y'all going to hear it exactly the same way as if we did that Absolutely. damn mask on. Exactly. So how's everything been? That's what I got to start out by asking you. How's it? You said this is your first this show. This is my first weekend back. I'm going back out on the road since coronavirus, so I'm a germaphobe, and I'm that type of person, so this is the first weekend, it's going good. They wide open in Atlanta, of course. Oh, yeah, they you doing, already know. You already know. They doing what they do in Atlanta, you know, but <laughs> it's all good, and it's, it's, it's cool, and I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? I can't complain about nothing, and I'm blessed. Okay, now let me ask you this, because this is, this is my first, like you said, this is your first time, this is my first pod. Since the corona, I shut really? things down too. So I was like, hell, I'm not about to go do nothing. And then, of course, a lot of the comedians was like, yeah, no, I ain't really kind of, you know, doing that right now. So with that said, a chat with me about how how it's been different uh, performing tonight in terms of what, well, like, what, what are you doing different on uh, stage and this, that, and the other in terms of uh, after the shutdown? When I just shut down, I take my own microphone. Okay, see, that's what I'm talking about. You saw 
I just finished yep, the show. So I sure before, did. Before I started, I changed my microphone. Okay, so that's going to be deep. I take my microphone, I wear my mask up there, mm-hmm. and then I take it off, and then I put it back on. Yep. They not close up on me, though. Yeah. You know, I had good distance, and even the people in the VIP, I felt like it was still, you know, good distance. Okay. In, in between, I didn't feel like they was too close up on me. And, like, I mean, you just got to trust God anyway. Exactly, you know, you like we just said. <laughs> look like we stuck in this for a while. So we got to just do the best you can with it and trust God and pray that you don't get sick. And if you do, that he pull you through. Exactly. But, but, but it was good and I felt good about it. It was weird yeah. being in front of people because I ain't been around a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So it was weird being in front of people with my mask on. You know yeah, 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 yeah. The crowd was kite too. crowd yeah. loved you. crowd was happy they to see you high. back out. They was like, yep, they was mm-hmm. glad I came through. And so I'm always working. I go to Memphis next week and I go to Mississippi the week after that. So All right, yeah, I'm, you I'm, back. You right back at it. Yeah, I'm yeah. at it. And then I'm going to yeah. take a break after that. And, All right. You know, we'll go from there. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now I always ask, kind of, you know, like I said, I don't know if you're hip to the pod, but I always kind of do some sports stuff to start things out. I know you're from DC, right? Originally. Yeah, from DC. So tell me about them uh, petty uh, Washington uh, the, the football team. Like I thought that was the pettiest thing in the world when they made them change their name. They was gonna call themselves the football team. What kind of you shit know is what that? the problem is? We want to make everything politically correct that don't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't even believe Native Americans really. That offended like that. Yeah. They more offended at their country being stolen. Probably. Yeah, exactly. You I'm going to change that. Change yeah. that. You know, everything, that, that's, that's one of the problems in America. Uh-huh. They want to fix and change the things that don't really matter. <laughs> it shut you true. up as if we can't understand yeah. what that's all about or what's going on with that. We get it. We know. We understand. Mm-hmm. We ain't stupid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That's what that really was all about. So that's probably why they was like, we're going to be petty. Because we got too, more, it's too many issues in this country to be worried about a football team name. True. And if I can name a million things that's more offensive than the Redskins name. True, true. So until we get down to that, it's fluff. <laughs> you're right. It's you're right. I just, I want, I just want to get to it. We've been calling everything under the sun. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I'm insensitive to that. No, no, I get it. You I get. It. I just had to get your that. perspective there from DC. Yeah. How they, yeah, so, how they getting around? Listen, they just gonna call themselves. We get, we gonna call ourselves the Washington Football Team. Then, yeah, so that, that, that shit done, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I'll start off like this as well. Uh, where did, where did you get your uh? When did, when and where did you get your start? Did you start in D.C.? I started in D.C. Okay. I so. started in D.C., went through New York City. Okay. Uh, stayed in New York about eight years. All right. So, yeah, that's where you got Yeah, that's where yeah, you got good. Yeah, stayed in New York about eight years. That's where, yeah. That was the turning point. Yeah. Like, I'm from D.C., but the comic I am today is a, prospect, is a, is a product of New York City. Yeah, I heard so, it's tough. Yeah, the work in New York City, mm-hmm. and then I eventually went to L.A. All right, and that's where you are now. That's right? where still, I am still now. Still in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what did you? Cause you said that was the turning point. What did you consider like your break? Like, if there was a break in your in your career, what did you consider that? Um, I think I had several of them. I think you get okay. more. Uh, I think you get different breaks. Like okay. Some of them break, big breaks. Yeah. But then you just get different breaks if you know what I mean. Okay. So, I had several breaks. And I heard you had got with Tracy Morgan. Well, that was a point. work for me. He that exposed me to the white audience, if you know right. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I had been doing all black clubs, and then, you know, his whole audience was white. He on Saturday Night Live. So, oh, so he right? was
Not only is it white people, this is a sold out room. Yeah. And I ain't been doing no shows but us, you know. So what you I'm probably went from what, like two hundred people to, to two like what, two thousand? Like you went to, from small we were, to we big. We was doing a club though. We were doing this club okay. called Caroline's on Broadway. I love Caroline. Yeah, yeah good club. It's a big club, mm-hmm. but it sold out in several shows and and I had people in my time drop jewels on me, man. All right. You know what I'm All saying? Right. He yeah. said, um, he, he dropped jewels on me and he told me when I went out there, he said, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> he said, yo, mom, what you doing? Uh-huh. He said, tell them that same shit, yo, that same funny shit. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck are you doing, oh, Okay, mom? so you kind of tried to change it up. Yo. Yeah. We, we all run into that. We all run into that. Not only yeah. did I grow up in Chocolate City, mm-hmm. I ain't come up in no mainstream room Exactly. Like but he was the start of showing me how to work them rooms. Okay. And it was basically the same thing. Cool. That was the thing I had going on with me, Mel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I had I going on with me. So <clears throat> I, I started that. I started doing them rooms. Then I had so many people bless me and take me on the road. Mike Epps, Lavelle Crawford. Yeah. You know, work with DLP. You done, you done been with all of them. I done been around. Yeah. You know, I done been a fan. Yeah, I'm the same. And then I, uh, Dave Chappelle blessed. Exactly. You know, it was on the Chappelle show. show. was a break. Yeah. That was a, that's a big gig. Big break. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a break yeah. right there. That's a gig. So people be saying big break, but they be breaks all along to prepare you and to keep you going till you get to whatever you consider. Yeah. That big break. To exactly. keep preparing you and to keep building you until you, whatever that is, to each individual. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? See, that's my thought. That's my thought process right now. I'm just keep on. I'm a podcast popping. Keep, on, keep on. on, keep it on and, until and, you and get you to where you're trying to be. To where you're trying to be, and I guarantee you that ain't gonna be enough. Yeah, yeah. You then you're gonna, then oh, you if go I just can work consistent, okay? You working consistent? You want some more? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would just work consistent. <laughs> that's you know, true. That's true. I don't think it's ever over till it's over for us. That's true. And that's that's true. You just done. You know, you walk away or even you pass away. That's true. Way, that's true. I mean? That's true. Now speaking of that, like I said, on a sad note. Um, the last podcast that I did, I did right here at the uh, Uptown, uh-huh. and it was with my uh, man, the late great Tyler Craig. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to uh, work with him? And share Absolutely. Stage with him? Many, yeah. Many. I was very sad about that. Yeah. That That's, was a good yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. Funny, you know. Funny, yup. And uh, what what did people, uh, what I realized is that people, like, once he passed, because he was just, you know, oh, you know, Tyler Craig coming over. But once he passed, everybody started, oh, man, this dude was a genius. This dude was like, I really wish he had a, got a chance to hear some of that everybody stuff while he was here. Everybody feel that way about him. Yeah, yeah, That's he's very, very good. very, special. Very know? good, yeah. people, we all, we got to change that. We do. We got, we got to start saying those things more, because people did. When you gone, you, the way it looked to me yeah. is you gone. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it ain't no more word. You ain't need, you ain't of this world no more. Exactly. Yeah, you exactly. can't hear nothing going on in this world like that. Exactly, exactly. Now, he told me about his. I ask everybody this as well because uh, most of the comedians that I interview have uh, had a uh, comic view and deaf comedy jam experience. So that's you as well, right? Both of them. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to hear about your uh, experiences on both. Tell me like some of the similarities, some of the differences between comic view and deaf comedy jam. Um. Comic View was a, a groundbreaking show. Yeah. It definitely was. It, 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 it gave you exposure when we ain't had any exposure out there for us. Yeah. Def Jam, I mean, what you gonna say? Woo. That's Russell Simmons. Yes, indeed. When you got that phone call, <laughs> I was a young comic, but when I got that phone call, I was still on the fence, man, about 
whether or not I could, whether or not I could do it. Oh. And make a living at it, like the kind of living that I wanted to have, the way oh. I wanted to live. Okay. And when I got that phone, so that. My, my mama was on the fence too. Because <laughs> in her mind, she's like, okay, you, I think you're trying to bullshit your way through life. Okay. I see you a little funny, but you say you're a comedian. Now <laughs> you're a comedian. That sounds just like a mom. Yeah, right? you say, I think you, so you, you better know, get you a job. A hard working mom and daddy. So to them, yeah. just looking at them like, man, yeah. what kind of move you trying to pull. Okay. Because you talking about you a comedian. And my mother even straight up asked me what they make. I said, they don't get paid by the hour. Like, no. Exactly. I ain't about to have no taste though yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they can't see that. They're like, what? Yeah, you're right. All they want is the best for you and want you to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. So it's all in love. Yeah. And when I got on Death Jam, not only was that another break in my career, mm-hmm. But I was able to show my mother, see, I've been going to these clubs. Yeah. I got something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, but I got, got something, something, mama, and it's something there. Yeah, Death Comedy Jam, show you that. And when I got that Death Comedy Jam, she said, go ahead, girl. <laughs> and and yeah. at that point, that changed, too. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I met a guy, I know you heard of this guy before. I used to host a room with Joe Clare and Ray Grant. Oh, yeah. And Both of we them. had comedians coming from New York. Coming mm-hmm. down to do this room called mm-hmm. Tacoma Station in DC. Okay. And I hosted that room. And at that room, I um, met this guy named Mike Epps. You ever heard of him? Mike Epps. Right. <laughs> Mike Epps told me he was talking. Yeah. And he said to me one night, he said, You funny. Mm-hmm. He said, but you got to get out of D.C. Yeah. Like, so he was the one that got you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was like, he said, you got to give yourself a chance, dog. Yeah. He said, you outgrow your city. He okay. said, then the years move on on you. Yeah. He said, you got to move away to just give yourself a shot at it. Mm. And this way before everybody knew him. We've been mm. friends for years. Okay. He said, you got to keep moving. He said, I'm from him then now. Oh yeah. He said I had to leave. He got out of there. Yeah. He said you got to. He said yeah. He said we don't know where we gonna land, down. Mm-hmm. He said but you gotta give yourself a shot, and that was some of the best. Great advice. The best. Great advice, man. Oh yeah. The best advice I could have ever got. Awesome. It changed the whole dynamic when I said. I'm gonna go to New York and I'm gonna leave. And yeah, like we already talked and about, you said that New York. I ain't back at home. I ain't never moved back to DC. <laughs> exactly. I mean, when well, I get old and it's over, I'm gonna settle there, but I've never yeah. moved back to DC. Yeah, when you, hey, when you get out of there, yeah, that's your goal. You're like, I'm gone yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm done. Yes. Let me go home and chill, and hopefully I still have my mom and dad and all them. I chill with the old people. Yes, you yes, know indeed. Saying? Yes, indeed. All right, now, uh, TV. And movie, TV versus movie. Like I said, I know you done done some TV. We talked about Chappelle. I wanted to know the process in uh, television and film. I know you did some film too. Um, uh, using uh, independent, like a Thirty to Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tracy yeah. Moore. With Tracy Morgan. I didn't yeah. even know I was gonna do that, man. He just picked me up, man. Wow. He picked me up. He, he had to drive. He had to drive. Big uh, Jim. Okay. And Big Jim used to be his drive. Big Jim take Tracy calls and Big Jim come to get you. Wow. Doing this movie, you in the movie. I was like, what the what? Like, what? yes, that's what and I'm Big talking Jim about. Sure, shit was out there. I said, Big Jim, he said, you in the movie. All I right. Got down and he said, what I tell you, bro? <laughs> bro, what I tell you? I was like, that's it. Like, 
That sound just like and that was a great people love that movie and it was a great movie. Yeah, so what's the what process do you like uh, better? Just kinda like I know it's a process with doing both. T V you kinda sitting around, blah, blah, blah. movie, you know what I'm saying? It come out later, you do it now and it come out a year later or whatever. I, I what process of, do you like? I kinda like the um I can say I like both males because mm-hmm. I like the work of it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think the work of it is really, really good. So I, I don't even really have a preference with oh, okay. TV and movies. Okay. I, I, I don't really. I, I, I respect I like that. The, I like the, I like the, um, the work part of it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll yeah. be interested in the work part of it and trying to do a good job with the work, trying to. Yeah. Understand the work and stuff. So I kinda I like it. And I can I can already tell. And I can already tell you get that work ethic from the parents from mom, you know, you talked about yeah, that's where you get that from. It's all work to you. She an older lady now, she's still at it, man. I get it. I get it, I get it. All right, um your favorite comedy clubs other than Uptown, because we at the prestigious Uptown. I know you do dig uh, performing here. What's some of your favorite comedy clubs to uh, perform at? Like do you have something to stick out to you? Like, oh I love going to Cleveland, I love going yeah, to Memphis. Yeah, it's more so cities to me. Cities, okay, yeah, give me some cities. Cleveland, absolutely. Oh yeah, I heard, I heard Cleveland shows of love. Oh, every oh, every time I ask that question, okay. it's like Cleveland, Ohio, oh Detroit. All right, you know Detroit, and that's that's my neck of the woods. Yeah, I'm from Ann Arbor. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I got family in Detroit. Okay. And I love going to Detroit because Detroit is a good test market, man. Oh yeah. They ain't laughing at oh, anything. Yeah. They ain't laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> they booed her, you know what I'm saying? They'll get you uh, off the damn. My man Rodney Perry said Detroit, he saw a woman. He said she got booed so hard, her feet came off the ground. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, that sounds like Detroit right there. They'll I mean, boo I've been around since uh, Coco's Club. Coco's House of Comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that. Going on. I've been around yeah. since that. So, all right. Detroit, one of my places. Yeah. Um, I like Memphis. That's one of my places. Okay. Yeah, you said you're on your way. Absolutely so, they can't wait. New they can't York. wait to see you there. You I'm know sure. what I'm saying? Absolutely New York. So, all right. I mean, I, I got a few. I can name more. Oh, yeah. No, I got. Yeah, I just, I, mean, I like that. Over the years, you have people in the city. You start building relationships over here yeah. about the city. Yeah. It ain't be about the crowds too, but they city. I be having a good time in they city. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And last but not least, I always like to ask the comedians who they fanning on right now. Like who they digging, who make them laugh. And it could be like some up and coming ones. It could be like, you know, the kings. It could be like whoever. Like who who makes Dominique laugh? I'm gonna throw you a young lady that make me laugh that's a up and coming comic. And y'all probably already know. Girl out of Chicago named Just Niche. Just Niche, I know. That's she's very hilarious. funny right there. Yep, she's really and it, good. It make you feel good when you see young comics and you be like, God, that man, she, he, she got it. Yeah. Because it be, it be a lot of young comics and stuff, and you be like, nigga, no. <laughs> we ain't from there, nigga. You is the, the, the damn. Yeah. What yeah. you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you doing? <laughs> what is the problem, Anna Yeah. Yes. She's funny. She's funny. And yeah. I just seen her work at big rooms with 4,000 people. Oh, okay. And she was in my hometown and ripped it. Okay. She's my family. She's my family. Like, that girl that I said I know she is. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That girl funny right there. That's the reason why she I like to do this. She me laugh in person and on Instagram. Yeah. She got one post where she just come on every time. 
What y'all ugly ass doing? <laughs> Nothing being ugly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. No, no question. That's exactly why I like to ask, too, because, like I said, the up and coming was like the end that she going to hear my pod, hopefully, yeah. and hear that, you know, like the legend Dominique oh, throwing no her question. some love. She so that's what I'm it. talking she about. She keep doing her thing and keep working at it. She got it. She got All right. It. She one of the ones I can see y'all, the young ones. She gonna be here. All right. Till she decide to walk away. That girl funny. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Now I heard. I just like to uh, let you uh, tell some of the things that you about to have going on. I heard on stage you said they about to be in that boondocks. So I just yeah. want to tell you about. Just tell people so, about some of the projects you got coming. Okay. So Aaron McGrew in the boondocks. He doing the reboot. Reboot. Okay. So I'm one of the characters on the reboot of the Boondock. All right, that's what I'm talking I, about. Definitely that's what I'm talking about. One thing you gotta know is, and you it's know, it's brilliant, Erin McBrewley. You already yeah. know. So it's dropping. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I love. I love it. I love it. I still watch the old. I be reading the script. I say this boy right here. <laughs> this damn Erin. I said this boy off the chart. Yeah. So the Boondocks reboot that's coming out. I'm playing a character named Tabitha on there. Mm-hmm. It probably come to you, maybe in the winter time early maybe early next year something okay, like that. okay. we're still working on it because yeah. you know the production got held up mm-hmm. um games people play coming season two i should be on that BT. i got a special on amazon prime that i did some years ago okay i want y'all to check that out it's called stop me when i'm lying oh all right. and it got my last name too it's called dominique Whitten. Okay. So I got my last name. All so right. Gotta check. It's on Prime. It's on Tube. You be the fine. Mm-hmm. Got a podcast too now. It's the Dominique Podcast. Okay. Streaming on YouTube, Facebook, uh, what's the name? Twitter. All right. So I do it. You can check that out on there. And um, and um, yeah. No. <laughs> that's what the young people say. And um, yeah. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Hey. We gonna look for all of those. I've yeah, already seen. It. I've already seen you some of the calls. Follow me on Instagram, Dominique D O M I N I Q U E, Comeda C O M E D I. So y'all follow me on there and check that out. And yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yo, thanks so much for checking out the pod. Very special thanks to my girl, Miss Dominique. Make sure you check out her social media for future show and date info. Make sure you tune in next time for another episode of the Comedy Chatter Podcast with another super dope comedian and, of course, me, Melvin Williams. Y'all be good to yourselves and each other. Peace out.